Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. The lights are out. Curry gets it. The lights go out. The game is over. And we're here to pick up the pieces. This is Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Wiggins goes down. Coming up as Thompson gets the ball. Dribbles far side. Thompson's going to go. Dribbles on. Fournier stops. Shoots on the way. No good at the buzzer. It hit the back rim. It bounced away. And New York wins. He had a good look. Oh, Clay Thompson. That is going to hurt as he thinks about that heading to the locker room. Uh, Tim's right. It hurts us all. Ah. Look, uh, in, in any faith, there are holy nights and then there are sad nights, you know? Uh, I don't know how to make a non-offensive religious reference here, um, but, you know, the movement that has taken the NBA by storm. <laughs> Thanks for getting me out of that, Sterling. <laughs> it was a tough one tonight. Um, it, it, it just, it never totally really felt like the Warriors had their best in them tonight. And there were a couple of stretches where they really rallied. You know, there were a couple of stretches where they really took control of the game, the second quarter. And then obviously parts of the fourth quarter, but this, uh, to me, this was a case of just. We can point to a handful of things, but too many mistakes to beat a team that played reasonably well. Julius Randle got it going. More importantly, Julius Randle got to the foul line over and over and over and over. And Julius Randle just went to the free throw line again. And look, I don't want to hear referee complaints. Uh, I'm not going to say there weren't some tough whistles because there certainly were but again too many mistakes tonight to beat a team playing reasonably well and I don't know if it counts as a mistake but I think we're seeing the rebounding thing you know and how much of a problem would this be if Draymond was here I can't tell you 
You know, how much of a problem would it be if Wiseman was here? I'm not sure. I definitely feel like tonight was a night where even James Wiseman just getting a body out there that could physically match Mitchell Robinson would have been helpful. And it wasn't just Mitchell Robinson. Obviously, the Knicks had 16 offensive rebounds to the Warriors' five. And you could say, well, you know, second chance points weren't that different. Paint points weren't that different. But so many of those offensive rebounds led to fouls. And foul trouble was definitely a difference in this game. Um, Part of why Kavon Looney didn't play more, I think, although he wasn't helping a ton. This is one of those really bad matchups for Kavon Looney. And probably, honestly, for Draymond Green as well. Mitchell Robinson is seven feet tall, and his only job is to rebound the basketball. You know, block a shot here and there if you don't mind, but get out there and rebound, Mitchell. Dunk it when you when you have it under the rim. That's his job. It's all he's focused on. And he crushed them on the boards tonight. Was that the difference in the game? I don't know because, again, there were a lot of mistakes made. I mean, you just heard one of them. And, again, I don't know if mistake is even the right word for Clay Thompson missing a totally makeable shot at the buzzer. Is it a mistake to take that shot? Not at all. Is it a mistake to make the move to get that shot? Not at all. I don't think there's a Warrior fan in the world who was unhappy with the final play until the ball bounced off the back of the rim. Right up until the point, because it was reasonably online, right up until the point it hit the back of the rim, I think everybody was good with it. And the, the look, you're lucky that we don't have the cut of Steph's missed layup right on hand, because I would have played that too. It would have been even more pain. Oh, pain. Steph Curry just doesn't, he doesn't miss that layup. And that one rolled around and sat on the heel of the rim. Just brutal. Particularly tough when you stretch guys' minutes on the second night of a back-to-back, hoping to defend your home floor, hoping to get back on the good foot after an ugly loss. Just a, a, a real bummer of a defeat. Because they did the hard work of coming back and they, they gave themselves the opportunity. 888-957-9570 if you want to weigh in on this. And predictably, a lot of people are mad. And I want to get into the trade deadline stuff a little bit. I, here's the thing. I'm going to read a couple of texts. First of all, <laughs> someone sent this text like well before post game even began. Two intense texts, actually, but well before post game even began. Uh, the first is really bad management by Warriors coaching staff after three days off on this winnable back to back, ruin all the momentum from a nine game win streak. And <laughs> I just. It's interesting to me where people choose to place blame. 
I don't know what the coaching staff is supposed to do differently. And actually, I would love to hear it from you, uh, 650 Texter. What is the thing that you feel like the coaching staff did so egregiously wrong? And while you send that text, I'll read another. This also came in slightly before we began. Hey, Kolsky. And, you know, shout out to you for knowing I was coming and having the number saved in your phone. Everyone should do that. 888-957-9570. It's the Comcast business text line. It's also how you reach us on the phone line. So just save it in your phone now. Save you the trouble later. But this text, I think, is interesting, and I want to get to a few items on it, and then we'll hit the phone lines. I see those of you lining up. 888-957-9570. Hey, Kolsky, says somebody in the 415. We've had recent evidence that the team is too small and wearing down, yet management decided they'd rather hang on to Bielitsa and JTA rather than swing a trade for some big man help. What's it going to take for them to acknowledge the team is getting out-rebounded and pummeled in the paint on a nightly basis? Even Looney is wearing down and less effective lately. Can't keep giving the other team extra field goal opportunities. Signed, unhappy in Munchkinland. Now, first of all, I just want to say that's a great text. I love that text. You, You really put in work to it. You gave it a nice signature at the end. You have a lot of thoughts that you want to share, and I support you. Um, You are under some misconceptions that I want to correct. Uh, I shouldn't say some. One significant misconception. Let's start with the bad, and we'll get to the good. Management did not decide they'd rather hang on to Bielitsa and JTA rather than swing a trade for big man help. That is, of course, what happened. I mean, they held on to those guys and did not swing a trade. Uh, I I don't think there's a choice like the one you're talking about. What the Warriors have right now, unfortunately, is assets that they like enough that they're not worth trading for the sort of big man help they might be in the market for right now. And then they have guys like Bielitsa, who were not worth anything. Um, So there was never going to be a trade. Or if there was, it was going to be a bigger trade. And and I think we knew after the way this team has played, and again, that's the other good news, still 41 and 15, extremely good. Everything is really fine. Um, But let's get to some of the good of that text as far as... uh, What I agree with. (laughs) What's it going to take for them to acknowledge the team is getting out-rebounded? Okay, this is a problem. And I think we've now seen it on enough of a consistent basis recently to to confirm this is a problem. Size uh, has the potential to be a problem for this team. Rebounding has the potential to be a problem for this team, particularly against big athletic guys like Mitchell Robinson. And we saw that tonight. Part of the good news is Draymond Green helps with that problem. But like I said, 
I don't know if Draymond Green helps enough against specifically guys like Mitchell Robinson, big athletic guys. He's just a bad size matchup for this team right now. Wiseman is the size to help, but can we trust that? I don't know. And I do think it's still possible that they choose to release Bielitsa or Damian Lee or somebody and go after a buyout center if that's possible. You know, Robin Lopez is the most obvious name that might be out there. And I would support that. Can't keep giving the other team extra field goal opportunities. That, to me, is the biggest thing here. And and we just saw it. And, in fact, to drive home the fact that we just saw it, let's squeeze in our shot of the game. And, look, I, Sterling and I talked this through. It's hard to do a shot of the game on Warriors postgame after a game like that. But we settled on just being honest. So the shot of the game is presented by the County of Santa Clara, and unfortunately, this is the shot of the game. Fournier gets it on the near sideline from Burks. Off a screen by Robinson. Fournier lets it fly. It's going to be a back rim miss. Randall offensive rebound. Out to Burks. Fournier's wide open for three. Missed it. Rebound Robinson. Hand off Burks. Out to Grimes for three. That's good. And for the second nine in a row, the Warriors cannot get rebound. There have been far too many possessions the last two nights where it's felt like the other team just gets to keep shooting until they make it. Far too many multiple offensive rebounds for the opposition opportunities. Far too many. And that one was a killer. I mean, Grimes was barely a factor tonight, and he hit that huge shot off of back-to-back offensive rebounds. And, of course, it was Mitchell Robinson who got the one that ended up counting. Uh, let's go to the phones. 888-957-9570. Save it in your phone. First up tonight, young man by the name of Ronan who attended tonight's game. Ah, Sorry for your disappointment, Ronan. How you doing? Hello. Hello. Yeah, yeah, probably should have had a lot of opportunities, Ronan. Yeah, no, I don't. If you're asking if he's hurt, I don't think he is specifically hurt. Um, I think they chose to go with a smaller lineup in part because Looney wasn't doing a whole lot uh, to stop Mitchell Robinson on the boards anyway. Um, And in part because they did want to get Jonathan Kaminga out there. I mean, look, Jonathan Kaminga played 36 minutes tonight. And I think you could argue he was the best warrior who played. Um, he really... that That's something we can talk about in a positive light from tonight once we get over the pain of an ugly loss. I don't think there's anything wrong with Looney. I just think he wasn't having a particularly good night. He was getting pushed around by a bigger guy and beaten on the boards, and he was in foul trouble for some of it. So that that was part of it. But uh, I think he's okay, Ronan. 
I think Looney's okay. 888-957-9570 is how you get in touch with us. 816 Texter says, the worst part about the Warriors losing a game isn't the game itself. It's the whining and complaining afterwards. The people who act like we can't trade garbage who act like we can trade garbage players for exactly what they need even after the trade deadline. <laughs> Look, people love the team, and sometimes it leads to unreasonable takes. Like, management is a failure for not trading Bielitsa for someone who's exactly what we need. It, it was never going to be possible, but but that's okay. Everything's still okay. Still a very good basketball team. Still hasn't played one game fully healthy this season. 650 Texter says, just leaving the game and it was pathetic. Randall complains to the ref every play, whines until he gets the foul. The ref whistles were silent at our end. They mugged Steph all night, and we got killed on the glass. We need to trade Belly, Damian, or JTA for a quality big. Ah. Uh, that's that's the text the other guy's upset about. Uh, well, it's a new one. Um, yeah, you can't trade those guys uh, for a quality big. So get that right out of your head. You might be able to sign a big in the buyout market. That That might be possible. You might be able to still add a big to this team in a way that helps. Uh, but... It's just going to be by releasing one of those guys. There's no trading anymore. The trade deadline is passed, and also those guys are not worth anything on the trade market, so uh, that was never possible. Let's go back to the phone lines at 888-957-9570. The coach, who was also at tonight's game. What's going on, coach? Hey, how's it going, Kolsky? Good. yeah, so my voice is a little raw because, okay, number one, I was sitting by a bunch of annoying Knicks fans, and they were annoying. Um, so that was kind of a bummer. Um, but the, I'm sorry you know, for your for my, your struggle. I, yeah, I, I, I know. It was just annoying. But anyway, um, uh, it's, it's kind of obvious what happened tonight. You know, 51 to 38 out-rebounded. Um, we're going to have to get a center on the buyout market. I think Robin Lopez or Marcus Gasol. Gasol's like I think in Spain. I don't know what he's doing, but yeah. I mean, I just um, need I, people to understand quickly, Coach, and I'll let you finish. Don't cut Coach off. Uh, I Marcus Gasol is playing for a team he owns in the second division in Spain. So I don't know what he's really given you. If I'm totally honest, Robin Lopez is interesting because he's in the league and he's more or less what you need. Go ahead, Coach. Yeah, I, I just didn't know what he was doing. I, I remember when he was sitting on the bench, I think it was in L.A., he was just watching. I remember watching him watch the Warriors, like seeing them have fun, and he was never seeing the floor. So I thought, you know, when he he could space the floor, he was big, he could pass, and he could actually help uh, Coach Wiseman. I'm, you know, what I, the, the second thing what I saw is not only, not only do we, are we not big, we're soft, like, like Todd Gibson was throwing Bielitsa around like he was nothing. So we got to get not only bigger, we got to get tougher in there. So I'm, I'm really hoping the buyout will help us. The, you know, I will, I will comment the, the rest were bad on both ends. Um, they were. But, but it, it, you know, watching, watching, 
what they do to Steph and and it, it just it's not basketball it's 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 tackle um and then the you know the the you know the final thing i would say is is we we saw Jonathan Kaminga grow up right in front of our eyes tonight he not only was if not the best player one of the best players on the floor but he was guarding Randall all night yeah. and Randall was bullyballing him and trying to intimidate him when he was guarding him and JK mm-hmm. didn't back down i mean it was it was really uh, a beautiful thing to watch um i mean he's the real deal he's i i just can't wait till we have Draymond back and and hopefully a healthy Wiseman and then maybe pick up a, a Robin Lopez and real release Bielitsa and and I think I think we're I think we're fine but it was it was a frustrating night it was a frustrating night yeah I you know it's it's what you said at the end before the frustrating part that that I think people really need to take a step back and remember which is uh, Wiseman sure that'd be great Draymond Green needs to be here for this team to be a title threat. They don't lose to the Knicks with Draymond here. And to Coach's point about being soft, and they did look soft at times tonight. Well, you know, those 19 minutes that Bielitsa played are likely 19 minutes for Draymond. Some of Kaminga's too. Those are not soft minutes. Um, I don't think Curry or Thompson or Poole or Looney are soft. Certainly Kaminga is not soft, right? I mean, these, I don't think this is a soft team. I think they played soft at times tonight. But Robin Lopez does address both of those problems. And, you know, if Draymond's healthy, which is what you need to be a serious contender, I don't know how much uh, I don't know what Bielitsa is really doing for you over again for instance a Robin Lopez a big that can help on a night like tonight they needed somebody big to help tonight they just did 888-957-9570 is our number if you want to jump in and talk about the loss it was a really tough one and look coach said it uh, uh Uh, Several texters have mentioned it. There was poor refereeing tonight. I think it went both ways. I can understand if you're upset that the Warriors shot about half as many free throws as the Knicks did, because that is certainly a factor in a two-point loss. But for me, look, I'm willing to entertain those sorts of complaints if you play great basketball and lose because of it. But the Warriors had too many opportunities, including easy looks for both Steph Curry and Klay Thompson in the last, like, minute and a half that would have changed the outcome. So I can't get too upset about the refs when the Warriors blew their own opportunities. You know, that's just that's how I look at the ref part of it. 6-5-0, Clay and Otto switch playing days. Otto's the better rebounder. Vets play better on the road. And new team, the new Rooks play better at home. That's that's an interesting thought. But I'm just not sure that really, 
Like that's to me, that's not the big issue. Both of these games, yes, Otto's the better rebounder, but the Warriors got their butts kicked on the glass last night when he was in as well. So I'm not sure switching nights works any better. The problem is you really need both of them. Again, I think there's a temptation because this team has been, you know, shorthanded to some degree all season long. There's a temptation to write off the shorthandedness as nothing. But frankly, the surprise is the nine-game win streak without Draymond Green. It's not super surprising to me that they're losing some games they ought not to because of brutal rebounding deficits when Draymond Green has been out for a month. That's This is the product of that. And look, some nights they're locked in enough and aggressive enough and got enough guys crashing the boards that they can overcome it. But tonight, that's not what happened. They got beat to too many loose balls. They got dominated too much on the glass. They missed some looks that they ordinarily would hit. And this is what you get. It's disappointing. It's frustrating. It's not cataclysmic. And it is not reflective of some massive failure by management or the coaching staff. More than anything, it's reflective of a shorthanded basketball team. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we will take a listen to what Steve Kerr had to say after tonight's loss. Back-to-back losses for the Warriors, and both of them pretty ugly. Not a pleasant experience in either scenario. 888-957-9570. We'll take your calls if you want to weigh in. And we'll hear from Steve Kerr. I'm Matt Kolsky. It's Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Rebound deflected. Pools got it. Minute to go before halftime. Shovels it back to Curry. Fakes. Dribbles in, throws right wing to Wiggins. Wiggins back to Curry. Curry with a deep three, way downtown! 60 to 53. 
And just like that, Curry's got 19 points. Fournier uh, forgot he was guarding there for a second. Now back to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95-7 The Game. Here's Matt Kolsky. Steph Curry did hit some absolute bombs. There's no question about that. <laughs> Not a game you're going to remember fondly, but Steph hit some absolute long-range snipes tonight. He is just incredible to watch. You know, I thought it was interesting uh, after the game. As I said, we'll hear from Steve Kerr here. And if any of you want to weigh in, 888-957-9570 is the number. Steve Kerr uh, seemed upset, but not upset, if that makes sense, about tonight's loss. Uh, disappointed, but not uh, not in his team per se. Here's what he had to say. We just lost like 15 minutes ago. You know, do I have to like parse it out like that? Or I mean, we lost. We lost an emotional game. I'm proud of our guys. They fought back like crazy. You know, they had a huge size advantage on the front line. We were getting crushed on the boards, and our guys fought. So I'm not I'm disappointed that we lost, but I'm really proud of our guys. I thought it was a it was a hell of a fight. It's certainly one way to look at it. They did fight back. I mean, they are clearly dragging. On the road, going from Utah at altitude, tough loss, fly home, play the next night. I get it. And I think Steve Kerr also probably senses that his team's in a spot right now where it probably needs a boost from the coach more than uh, the carrot, more than the whip, so to speak. When he started talking about what exactly went wrong tonight he got to what i got to in our first segment here which is just like this team is really feeling the absence of draymond green not f until kind of late you know when we went small i thought that was the first time we really pushed it i thought there were a lot of possessions where we were jogging the sidelines but to be honest that's kind of been our team you know without draymond the last few weeks our pace is near the bottom of the league so we have not been a very good transition team now for several weeks. We've been just relying on three-point shooting, and we've done a good job of making shots to win games. But, you know, you're not going to make them all the time. We missed 30 of them tonight, and we had some good looks. But you can't count on all that stuff. So when you have to overcome 16 offensive boards tonight, three games in a row, it's like 16, 18, 17 offensive boards, 33 free throws. I mean, you're playing uphill. And so the only way to, to combat all that is to play really fast and that's why we went small, you know, the whole fourth quarter or most of the fourth quarter. And, and the guys did a great job of, you know, fighting back and giving themselves a chance. It's tough. You know, you don't want to over celebrate a, a pretty ugly loss, but you can tell he knows that it's been a long time without dream on now. And it's starting to have a more dramatic effect. And, he is looking at the return of Draymond as as the most obvious time when some of this stuff is going to improve. I do, actually, yeah. I mean, Draymond is a game changer for us. So I think we're doing a great job of withstanding his 
absence. Our guys are, are fighting out there. We are who we are, you know, so we're a small team and the guys have won a, a bunch of games since Draymond has been out. We've got guys in and out of the lineup, you know, Clay getting a night off last night, Otto tonight, Andre being out, minutes restrictions, all that stuff. Our guys are doing great. So tough back-to-back, really difficult to win in Utah and then to play the next night, you know, coming out of Utah. So I'm not worried about our team or anything. I'm disappointed that we couldn't win tonight, but I feel good about where we are. Again, it's the positive spin, and I'm not surprised he's giving it to you. One thing that did not need any spin tonight was the play of Jonathan Kaminga, and Steve talked about that, specifically the fact that he gave Kaminga the start. Yeah, that was part of it, just to match up. And I thought Kaminga held up really well and, and did a good job on uh, Randall and gained a, you know some valuable experience. Tell us more about that experience. What does one learn playing Julius Randall? Julius is as strong a player as there is in the league. That's one of JK's attributes is just how physically strong he is himself, you know, even at 19. So it's exciting to be able to put him out there in a matchup like that and see him hold his own and play really well and give us a lot of great minutes. So JK is like all young players. He needs a ton of reps. He just needs to see all the pictures that are coming at him over and over again, and everything's going to start to slow down for him. And he's done a really good job these last few weeks. He really has, and averaging over 16 points a game for a five-game stretch now. I think he's cemented that he needs to be part of this rotation on a regular basis. It's it's very, very exciting. On the absolute opposite side of things is Clay Thompson, who, you know, had a so-so game overall, but obviously wants that shot back in the final moments because that's one he hits more often than not. But obviously he didn't hit it tonight, and so after the game, somebody asked him, is it going to be tough to put this behind you? Yeah, the ones, you know, Game 7, NBA Finals, you probably won't ever put that one behind you. Um, those ones hurt a little more than the ones in mid-February. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Clay <clears throat> always enjoys playing the L.A. team, so going to have some fun with the Lakers on Saturday. Oh, yeah, especially when my dad's here. Just growing up at what that team meant to me, watching Kobe, watching Shaq, watching old Showtime clips. I always get excited playing the Lakers. I mean, my, some of my best memories of life are just going with my dad when I was in high school, sitting with him in his booth and watching him call the games and watching Kobe play. So it's always awesome playing the hometown team. You know what? Clay sounds good. And if Clay's good, I think we're good. That, that'll do it for Warriors wrap-up tonight. Thanks to everyone who participated with your calls and your texts. Warriors back in action on Saturday against the aforementioned Los Angeles Lakers. I will be back in action tomorrow. Kolsky and company starts at 6 o'clock. Talking trade deadline, getting you ready for the Super Bowl. We're going to have some fun on a Friday night. But that will do it for tonight. Thanks for listening to Warriors Wrap Up. Good night, everybody. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.